Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nazir daf Mem. Hey, Nazir 45, and we're going to start a Mem. Hey, Ahmed Alaf, where the mission discusses what happens as a, per, as a person who's in Nazareth concludes his Nazirus, that the Nazareth brings certain sacrifices. He has to cut his hair in, the place, in a specific place in the temple, and then he's concluded his Nazirus, and he's going to be per, permitted in all those things which have been prohibited for him. So our Mishnah discusses the order of the cutting of the hair and the bringing of the sacrifices. So says the Mishnah, Tiglacha Satahara, the, the, the cutting of the hair that the Nazir does in a state of ritual purity, as opposed to when he cuts his hair after it become ritual impure. Kate said, how does he do it? Haya, maybe the, 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 the Nazir brings, Shoah he brings three animals for a chatas, three animals for a sin offering. He brings three animals. One is for a sin offering, one of which is a female sheep. One is for an oa, that's a male uh, sheep. Vishlamim, and he brings a shlamim. Vishochet is a shlamim, and then the first animal that he slaughters is the shlamim. And then he can cut his hair after slaughtering the shlamim. That's the position of Rabbi Yehuda, which Rabbi Lazar says, No, he can only cut his hair after he brings the chatas offering. Meaning to say he's allowed to cut his hair even after bringing the chatas offering. Because a person who ever brings a carbon, that the first person, the carbon that the person brings has to be the chatas. The reason why he brings the chatas first is because first he, we learn in Zvachim, that a sin offering comes before the O and the Shlomim because it says, First, you have to get rid of your sin, and only then can you bring the Ola and the Shlomim offerings. So that's why Rabbi Lazar says that he cuts his hair at, not for, after the Shlomim, but after the Chatas. And even though it's a mitzvah to cut your hair after the Shlomim, according to Rabbi Huda, or according to the Chatas, according to Rabbi Lazar, nevertheless, if you cut your hair for one of these, after uh, one of these three, whichever one is fulfilled his obligation. So now the Mishnah says that at the time when a person separates his sacrifices, he doesn't need to designate which animal is for which carbon. Rabbi Shimon Gamil says, he brings the three animals forward in order to sanctify them. And when he sanctifies them, the low pirish, and he doesn't say which one. Is for a chatas and which one's for an offer, which is shlamim. He just says eun is irasi. Then they're going to have the sanctity of the sacrifice and the haruuyo chatas, the animal that's fit to be a chatas, tikarev chatas should be brought as a chatas. So oa, the animal that's fit to be an oa, tikarev oa, will be brought as an oa. And shlamim tikarev shlamim. And then our mishnah, we we skip a little bit of the gemara because we go to the mishnah on the ba on memheya mebeis, and the mishnah tells us the continuation of the previous mishnah with respect to the order of the Nazirus. And the Mishnah tells us how you know tell Sa'aro show Nizra that what would the Nazarite do? He would take that he would take the hair of his head, the hair that grew during a state of Nazirus, and he places it on the fire which is which is underneath the pot that he cooks the shlamim. And that's where the hair is burned. And so what he's supposed to do is he's supposed to cut off his hair and take this hair and place it on the fire, which is underneath the pot where the shlomim is being burned. And when do we say this? That's only if he cut his hair in Jerusalem. But let's say he cut his hair outside of Jerusalem. And how can he cut his hair outside of Jerusalem? Even though it says, Even though it says that, he, that the Nazareth is supposed to cut his hair at the entrance to the temple, the Gemara already tells us that according to most of the Tanaim, it doesn't mean that he has to do it specifically at the entrance to the table. He can cut it wherever he is. And so therefore, Therefore, he cuts his hair uh, 
wherever he is. So let's see, he cuts it outside of Jerusalem. Then he wouldn't bring, he doesn't have to bring the hair back to burn it underneath the temple, underneath the pot where he's cooking the shlamim, but he could, he, he doesn't have to do that. And so under those circumstances, the, the reason is, the Tosus and the Rosh explain, according to what was said by Rabbi Yitzhak in the Brisa, that it says, means to say that he has to cut his hair and put it on the fire. He doesn't, he doesn't do these two activities together, but if he cut, it's only if he cuts his hair in Jerusalem, but if he cuts his hair outside of Jerusalem, then, then, then he doesn't have to bring it back to the fire. So, so the Gemara says Bamed the Mishra says Bamed Varma When do we say this? That he, that the one who, when he takes off his hair, he puts it underneath the pot. That's only When do we say that he needs to burn the hair underneath the pot where the shlamim is cooking? That's only when he does what's called tigachas tahara. We said that tigachas tahara is when he cuts his hair after he completes his naziras in a state of ritual purity. But if he completed, but if he cut his hair because of the naziras, because he came in contact with the dead body, that's called tigachas hatuma. That's called the cutting of the hair from the state of ritual impurity because you. Because he became ritually impure, then he needs to become purified from his tumah, and he needs to cut his hair, and he needs to bring the carbonos. Well, for this, for this, for this, he wouldn't put his hair underneath the pot because it, because it only states this by Nazar Tower, but not by Nazar Tummy. This tied concept of burning the hair underneath the pot is only by a Nazarite who completed his status in a state of ritual purity, but not by someone who completed it in a state of tumah. Rabbi Meir Omer Hakom Shalchan Tachas Adud. Rabbi Meir says all the Nazarites that that cut their hair, whether they are tar or whether or whether they are tummy, whether they cut their hair in Jerusalem or whether they cut their hair outside of Jerusalem, all of them need to throw their hair underneath the pot. Chutzmin Hatame Shabemedina Bavad, except for the case of a Nazirite who became tummy and he cut his hair Bemedina Bavad, meaning to say. Under those circumstances, he doesn't place them under the pot. But for somebody who cut his hair for a state of ritual purity, then he throws it under the pot, even if he cut his hair outside of Medina. Uh, or uh, so to in the state of Tuma, if he cut his hair in Jerusalem, he also throws it underneath the pot.